My name is Kavitha Milwani and I am a multi-certified intuitive success coach. I want to personally welcome you to Aligned and Soulful Success, where we empower soulful empaths, sensitives, and conscious leaders to confidently align with their purpose and opulently shine their light without the hustle. Together, we will explore challenges and real implementable solutions so you can step into your unique purpose and shine. It is possible to bridge the success that you already have with the truest, soulful, mystical parts of yourself. Are you ready to rise up? Then listen in. How do you feel when I say it's time for a cocktail party? So maybe you're not a person that attends a cocktail party, but if you think about what it takes to attend something like that, where there are a lot of people that you don't know, where you're going to most likely have to have a lot of small talk, and also it may be necessary to talk to multiple people. There will also most likely be a lot of noise, unfamiliar territory, and just an overall, probably some things that are uncomfortable, maybe standing a lot, and um, other aspects that are not some things that you as an empath or HSP or sensitive person really enjoy. There is the benefit to things like this, though. And so today I want to talk about why these types of events, such as cocktail parties, big parties, um, networking events, are uncomfortable. So I'll elaborate on some of the things that I've started with. And I also want to give you some strategies to help support you to be able to attend these things. Because I don't want your sensitivity, your empath, empathic sensibilities, stop you from moving forward in your life, stop you from doing the things in your life that will give you the support you need, give you the connection you need, and if you have your own business, move you forward. So why are these situations seemingly more difficult for someone that is sensitive or empathic? Well, first of all, what does it mean to be sensitive or empathic? When you're sensitive or empathic, you are, your uh, nervous system is heightened if, you an H, if you're an HSP. If you're empathic, this is a category of a sensitive person, and this is a person that can most likely feel other people's energy. Um, and so if you can think about a situation where there's a lot of people, that could be an onslaught to your nervous system. And so then when your nervous system is being given all the stimulation that can cause you to be more tired and also not necessarily be yourself. And then if you add on to that, the fact that there is the need to have a lot of small talk, um, kind of shallow conversation, which is part of how people interact, right? And for us, we do not enjoy those type of conversations. When we talk to people, we most likely want to connect. We actually want to really speak to the person. 
And oftentimes people tell me they're the person at these cocktail parties. And I'm just using that as an example, right? Um, that is, is told like the person that, you know, is the one receiving everybody's life story or issues or challenges. I know that's happened to me where I'll be attending something and somebody will be starting to tell me all the things that are going on in their life and that are not going well or some, some challenges that they're facing. And I actually don't mind. I actually don't mind supporting that person by giving and holding space for them to share what's going on with them. It's almost like they intuitively know that I am going to be able to listen to them, right? So I would love to hear from you if this has happens to you. Um, this happens to me sometimes in the airport. It's happened to me in the grocery store. It's happened to me in many places. So um, if you've if this happened to you, you're not alone. So, okay, so then going back to why are these situations more difficult? Because that can happen to you in addition to having your nervous system being taxed with the noise and the people. And um, then you having to think about your conversation and what you're going to say, it can be more difficult because it's harder to think when your nervous system is being taxed, right? When you're feeling overwhelmed, meaning not feeling overwhelmed in your mind, but in your nervous system, in your body. I do talk about the difference of those two types of overwhelm. Um, I'll put a, a link uh, to an episode where I discuss that a little bit more in detail. But just to, sum, to give you a quick summary, um, there is the physical overwhelm. And that's when you're actually physically overwhelmed from all of the things coming into your nervous system, into your senses, okay, which impact your nervous system. And the emotional overwhelm is more of the thought process. And actually, now that I think about it even deeper, it's actually that's available in, in my uh, free guide that I have on my website. So that's that link will be available in the show notes where I discuss more about that. So when you're in the actual physical overwhelm, that can also contribute to being emotionally, emotionally overwhelmed. And sometimes little things that people ask you, um, questions about you in under normal circumstances would be able to answer them pretty intelligently, coherently even, um, even, uh, in really, um, intense way, right? But you may not be able to do that because your nervous system is overwhelmed. So have you ever left one of these types of situations, the cocktail party situation, gone home and then thought about things that you should have said or that you said that you question why you did that, right? And part of it is that you were not able to think at the level that you would like to think because you were overwhelmed physically. So some of the things that can happen is the physical overwhelmed. You're being, people are telling you their life story. There's a lot of small talk. There's a lot of people. Then you add the noise, right? So usually there's music, maybe louder than you like. Um, and then there's people talking probably louder than they usually do because of the music and the people. And, you know, then you add, you add that all together and in addition to all of that, you may also be feeling a sense of 
uh, not enoughness in comparison and how can other people can do this and talk and, you know, they're able to talk to so many people. Um, and so it can result in you first maybe avoiding situations like this. It can result in you just leaving depleted, tired, and questioning uh, things that you've said for days after or weeks. It can leave you just feeling um, less than as if you compare yourself to others. So why would you just not go to these scenarios? Well, this is part of life, right? If you have a, your own business, maybe you like, you want to network and you want to meet other people. You want to go to business networking events. Um, there are benefits to socializing in this way. Uh, and learning, you know, meeting new people, it expands your perspective. Um, another benefit of going to these types of events is to stretch yourself beyond your comfort zone, which is always a good thing to do. Right. And so, and sometimes you just have to, right. Maybe there's, um, something for work that you have to go to or a family event, Right? So these situations and scenarios, you can't completely avoid them. And I actually don't think you should completely avoid them. What I do think you should do is have strategies in place to help you when you attend these types of events. So let me give you some things that you can do. So first, before going to the event, do what you can to calm your nervous system down, to ground you, to center you. So this could be physical exercise, uh, movement, walk, yoga. You could also um, do some earthing. You can take a bath. Whatever it is that can, you know, is grounding to you. And grounding is essentially bringing yourself into your body. And then set your intentions uh, for this event. So why are you going to the event? And what do you want to receive from the event? Okay. And so you and then going when you're going into the event, setting kind of a little bit of protection, an energetic protection, you know, around you. You can, as they say, put on the bubble, put on a bubble of protection, where this bubble allows the the things that are that are beneficial and the connection to enter, but the, the gut can slide right off, right? So you can, you can put that on energetic bubble. Um, also if you are going with other people, um, I'd recommend avoiding that if you can, so that you can leave when you want to, um, you know, just because you're going to the event doesn't mean you have to stay the same amount of time that everybody else wants to, right? I have found that for me, it could be different for you. About an hour is about as much as the, I like those events. Um, and beyond that, I start to get really depleted and tired. So, you know, be having your own transportation or way to get back on your own so you're not dependent on other people who may want to stay longer. And then when you're at the event, have some things ready to talk about. Now, this may seem silly and un unnecessary, but remember I talked about your nervous system being overwhelmed, right? So if your nervous system is overwhelmed, you may not be able to access uh, topics and things you want to talk about. You may not be able to, to really think about questions to ask another person as you normally would. 
So if you have those already ready, right, then you're more likely to be able to do that in the moment. So preparing in that way, even if it's just questions that you know you're going to ask people. Uh, and so, and then the other aspect is, you know, use intuitive guidance to who to talk to. Okay, so when you go to the event, just kind of, you know, intuitively go in the direction that feels good and talk to the people that you are stopping in front of. Um, and so the other thing is um, that I know that people often do is if they're not talking to someone or not able to find someone to speak with, um, they will go to the food or beverage area and get some snack or something. And usually over there is where you can talk to someone as well. Of course, you know, finding someone that you know, um, that's always helpful. Um, so, and then if someone's giving you their whole life story and challenges and you're not in a place to hear that, you can listen to a point if you want and then have a reason to go, right? Um, usually uh, the the restroom is a good um, go-to strategy, right? To say, oh, actually, um, I, it was great speaking with you. Do you have to run it to the to the restroom to the ladies' room? Do you know where that is? Okay, so something like that. Uh, so those are just some strategies that you can use um, in addition to protecting yourself. And so then after the event, there are some things to do as well. So when you come back, what do you do to calm your nervous system down? Because if you have gone to event and you're and there was a lot of noise, you might feel overstimulated. So a nice visualization, meditation. If you're if it's a good time to go for a walk, um, even if it's you know it's just a few of the the go to calming your nervous system yoga poses, such as the child's pose, the legs up the wall pose, you know things like that. Um, Listening to calming music is also helpful. You know, whatever you can do to calm your nervous system down. And then if you're a person that tends to question things that you've said and or not said, um, I would suggest you do a journaling exercise so that your mind is not swirling about all the things that happened and that you did or did not say at the event. Um, you know, you could just write out everything that was said and acknowledge that you've done your best, right? Um, and that next time you would say this instead, right? So you could look at all the things that went, that you did well, the things that needed to, that were not so, you, you like, you feel like, oh, I could have done that better, right? And then end with, what you will do next time. And so that, you know, when I talked about setting your intentions for the event, preparing yourself, that's where you would look at this, right? And say, oh yeah, remember last time this, I, it didn't do this as, as well as I would like, so next time I'll do that. And so this is just to prevent that swirling that may happen after, and this happens for a lot of us. So, um, you know, it's important to have this, these strategies after, a lot of people then would like to do grounding exercises like a bath or a shower. And the shower could be, you know, with the intention of washing off all the energy 
right? And calming. And so just doing whatever it is that you need to bring yourself back to yourself after the event. So I hope this was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. What are some things that you're going to try next time you have to attend an event like a cocktail party? Um, Because I, I don't want you to limit your life. I don't want you to stop yourself from experiencing the things that life has to offer. You have your empathic ability and your sensitivity as a gift. And you can use that gift and also be able to live in the world and thrive in the world and live your purpose. So until next time, take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Align and Soulful Podcasts. To view the show notes and all the links that I mentioned in today's episode, please visit alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. That's also where you can download my free gift, which is an abundance visualization and exercise to help you unlock your abundance. And so also before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can subscribe right now in the app that you're listening to this podcast on. And thank you again for joining me for Aligned and Soulful. This is Kavita Milwani. I will see you next time. Until then, take good care. Bye.